Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Tuesday. You may know what that means, but maybe not today. Oh, all the things that we've got to talk about here today. Well, normally we talk about Raw. We're going to talk about that here today, uh, the Raw show. Uh, pretty sure that they just used the script from the week before. They just did the same stuff for three hours. A couple of small changes, but we'll get into Raw in a while. But, of course, the big story here today is that WWE is back firing folks again. There, uh, There's a lot of reasons for it. I mean, if you remember, poor Alexander Wolf was told budgetary reasons. And he noted, well, you know, his company can afford to not fire anybody. And uh, he's he's correct. But, uh, you know, when you, have a, when you have a $1 billion company, if you are putting aside, say, $100 million for talent, and then you decide, from now on, we're only going to spend $50 million on talent, well, then all of a sudden you can cut people for budgetary reasons because the budget has been slashed. Even if you can afford to keep all of those people employed. But we got a new interesting reason for the cuts here today that I'll talk about. And uh, also, yes, I know it is a uh, shocker for many of you listening right now. But Adnan Verk has been uh, released from WWE. They have mur- mutually agreed to part ways. I'll tell you why that happened according to WWE and according to Adnan Verk. And uh, that might take me a while. But anyway, we got uh, Dynamite being preempted this week and apparently next week as well. And as noted, the Raw report. Now, a lot of exciting things coming up, not necessarily today. Well, it'll be exciting today as always here on the show. But guests will be coming up over the next couple of days. Wednesday, we will be joined by John Moxley. Thursday, we will be joined by Rocky Romero. And Friday, Denise Salcedo will be joining the show to do a preview of the AW pay-per-view this weekend. So a lot to get into. Kick it off after the break with Mike Semper, VB Stick Around Wrestling Observer Live. Girl, I kind of see You know I love her so We live in a shack Up on the hill And I'm inside the range But that's what it is They call me Big Bad John 
If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. I'm Ron Barr. All my life I've been active, playing tennis, pickup basketball, cycling, and swimming. But let me tell you, as I've gotten older, my body now tells me when enough is enough and I've done too much. Did you know 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living? I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor can help all those body parts that are hurting, sore, such as neck and shoulder, back, hip, or knee, or just general muscle aches and pains. Here's what I recommend. Go to relieffactor.com to find out more. And Relief Factor has something special for the Sports Byline USA Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. So give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Or check it out at relieffactor.com. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. And uh, at this moment, there's no Mike Sempervivi. So I may be flying solo here today. I don't know what's going on. Usually this means he's sleeping. So we'll uh, figure out where that goes from here. Anyway, we've got a lot to get into one way or the other. WWE made a number of major cuts in various departments Tuesday in a consolidation effort. This from the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. Those within the company categorized the reason as a re-examining of the business due to COVID-19 and discovering a lot of redundancy in duties. 
Let me just read that one more time. Those within the company categorized the reason as a re-examining of the business due to COVID-19 and discovering a lot of redundancy in duties. The result is that some divisions will be merging under Executive Vice President of Television Production Kevin Dunn. I can only imagine the celebrations happening today as those that have not been fired are now being told that they will be working directly under Kevin Dunn, very popular person within WWE. The biggest name let go was Jaylar Donlin, Executive Vice President of Advanced Media, while the other major name release was Brian Pelagato, Senior Vice President of Production. The advanced media departments in both the U.S. and U.K. were heavily pared down, which included producers, associate producers, and those in both digital and WWE Network. One example of a redundancy that was noted to us was the presence of two different graphics departments, one for television and one for digital. The company, which currently occupies two buildings in Stamford, Connecticut, will be moving into a single new building next year, the construction of which was delayed due to the pandemic. Well, where to begin right here? First off, you remember all those times that there would be something up on WWE social media and it would be like talking about a match that was not on Raw or it would be talking about a match that was going to be on Raw but then wasn't. How many times did I say, one hand doesn't always know what the other hand is doing? Well... As noted here, there were multiple social media departments, and uh, and one hand always didn't know what the other hand was doing. Doesn't mean that I think that one should be, uh, you know, uh, like whatever, like everyone fired. I don't think they should do that. But, I mean, maybe there could be better communication. But they decided to just merge these departments and get rid of some people. So that's one thing. So then the other thing that I just could not help but notice, because I want to read this sentence one more time. Those within the company categorized the reason as a re-examining of the business due to COVID-19 and discovering a lot of redundancy in duties. Redundancy, you say. You know what's redundant? What's redundant is having 40 writers for a wrestling television show. There has never been another company in history that employed 40 writers, okay? It's never happened before. In fact, back in the old days, there would be, like, the booker. And that would be it. And then, you know, as time passed, eventually, and we saw this a lot in, in WCW, there'd be your Eric Bischoff, and then there would be, for example, your Kevin Sullivan. And it certainly was not 40 people, but it was more than one. And I remember at the time, I always just hear, nobody has any idea what's going on. Nobody knows who's in charge. Nobody knows who they need to talk to. Well, people know who's in charge now. It's Vince McMahon, but 40 writers for a television show. Do you guys watch Raw? Does Raw strike you as a program that requires 40 writers? I mean, it appears that they've got like 15 wrestlers because the same people just do the same matches every single week. It's like, that's like three writers per wrestler. Now, I understand thinking out of the box. I understand going, you know what? Television shows employ multiple writers. Why, we're a television show. Maybe we should try hiring 40 people to write a television show. Listen, any idea is an idea, and you can try any idea. If an idea ends up being a good idea, great. If an idea ends up being a bad idea, well, that's fine as well. I see no evidence 
that having 40 writers is a benefit in putting together a professional wrestling television show. I watch Raw. I watch SmackDown. Not once have I said, you know what? This is significantly better than any other wrestling television show that I've ever watched in my lifetime. I think it's a great idea. Every company should have 40 writers. Not one time in my life have I ever thought that. If anything, all I've thought is, we got too many writers. So if you want to talk about redundancy, I would say that having 40 writers for a wrestling television show is rather redundant. You know what else is redundant? Having three announcers in an announce booth. Which brings us to our next story here. I'm sure you will be shocked to learn that Adnan Verk's WWE on-air tenure is over after less than two months as the company announced Tuesday that they and Verk have mutually agreed to part ways. WWE thanks Adnan for his work, the brief statement read. In a tweet, Verk thanked WWE, Corey Graves, and Byron Saxon. Now, before I read more of this, let me remind everybody of the story. So you had an announce team on Raw, and there were uh, three people there, and, uh, and they decided they were going to get rid of some people, uh, one of them being, I, f- I believe Tom Phillips was on Raw. Like, these these commentators, they all run together. I don't know who was where. But Tom Phillips was a commentator for a long time. And whatever you want to say about Tom Phillips, he actually was pretty good at his job. He may have been the best lead announcer that they've got in WWE. You also had Samoa Joe, who was a, a excellent professional wrestler. He was out with concussion issues. And so the idea was, well, uh, we'll have him be an announcer. And he did a very good job at it. Well, one day we learn... Samoa Joe's out of here. Tom Phillips is out of here. God bless the guy, but Byron Saxton is now on the announce team, along with Corey Graves. And we have a new lead announcer of Monday Night Raw. A new lead announcer of Monday Night Raw. His name is Adnan Verk. Now, I realize there's a famous saying that hindsight is twenty twenty. I welcome all of you to go back and listen to this show when they hired Adnan Verk. I said the exact same thing then that I'm going to say right now. Adnan Verk never called pro wrestling in his life. No experience. Adnan Verk wasn't even a regular viewer of WWE programming. They hired a guy because he had a resume. This should sound familiar. He had a resume doing a certain job. And they decided that he would be a perfect fit to be the lead announcer on the company's number one longest-running television show, Monday Night Raw. He knew nothing about wrestling. He didn't know any of the moves. He didn't know anything. Okay, Now, I understand hiring somebody because they came from ESPN and putting them in uh, the Byron Saxton role, an analyst role, whatever, Okay, where there's two other people that can carry the load. No, he was the lead announcer, and he had no experience and didn't watch pro wrestling. Hello? Turns out he wasn't very good at the job. Seemed like a nice guy. I got nothing against Adnan Verk. Friendly chap. But, bro, the lead wrestling announcer on a wrestling show didn't ever watch wrestling, had never done this job before. What do you think's going to happen? Well, what happened is the same thing that everyone figured was going to happen on day one. He didn't last very long. Now, God bless the guy because, you know, WWE is. you got to make a statement when you have been released. 
Why is Adnan Verk no longer with the WWE? Well, Adnan Verk says, The weekly travel, along with my other jobs, was a grind for me and my family. Nobody alerted Adnan Verk that he was going to travel to Raw every week. This caught him off guard when he began doing this job. They're not even on the road yet. Now, I don't know where he lives. I'm sure he had to travel every week. But, like, this is what they came up with for why Adnan Verk is no longer doing this job. The weekly travel. I'm heading to a break. I'll be right back. Wrestling Observer Live. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke, and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 
That's 800-603-0885. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, uh, Wrestling Observer Live. No Mike Sempervivi at the moment. We'll see if he shows up here today. A lot to get into. We talked about the WWE stuff. We can talk about that more later if you want to. You're welcome to send your text messages in. I will open up the phone calls in the next segment. Text messages 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com at Brian Alvarez. Don't call that number, by the way. It doesn't work. So before we get into the Raw report here, Dynamite preempted Friday for the second straight week due to the NBA playoffs on TNT. This is why they are moving to TBS. The go-home show will not air tomorrow. The go-home show will air Friday. And then the show after the big pay-per-view will be preempted and moved to Friday. Not ideal, obviously, and I don't think that will be the end of the preemptions. So uh, that's the update. Next year will be a lot different. They'll be on TBS. Significantly fewer uh, preemptions. All right, the Raw report. You guys want to hear about Raw? We do it every uh, every week. It'd actually be easier if you just go back and listen to uh, last week's Raw report because it literally was almost the exact same show. So it opened up. Tell me if this sounds familiar. It opened up with MVP in the ring. And he was doing a promo with Lashley and uh, and five women. So the exact same thing as last week. And then Drew McIntyre showed up and he wanted a championship match, which is, in fact, the exact same thing they did last week. And then Kofi Kingston showed up and Kofi and McIntyre got into an argument because Kofi beat Lashley last week. Drew McIntyre said that it was all because of him, which, in fact, it was. Kofi was insulted by this. And they got into an argument, and Adam Pierce came out, and he signed Drew McIntyre versus Kofi Kingston. The winner will be able to face Lashley at the pay-per-view. Now, if you really think about it, Drew McIntyre has been unable to beat Lashley in multiple attempts. Kofi Kingston pinned Lashley last week. In any other promotion, Lashley would be defending the title against Kofi Kingston at the pay-per-view, but uh, this promotion, we have to do a a match to determine the number one contender between somebody that should get the shot and somebody that has had multiple chances, which, by the way, Kofi brought up. So we do Kofi Kingston, Drew McIntyre. And you know the thing about WWE? I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but they've got a lot of really talented pro wrestlers that are stuck on this show that is horribly written by a redundant 40 people and a crazy guy at the top. So what happens in Drew McIntyre and Kofi Kingston? They worked so hard, and they had a very good match. My favorite spot was Kofi putting Drew in a guillotine, and Drew turned it into a deadlift snap suplex. It was the coolest-looking thing you ever saw. And Lashley, an MVP, had to ringside. And after 20, 
two minutes of wrestling. Lashley and MVP just hit the ring for the disqualification. Talk about redundancy. The same finishes on every show. 22 minutes. So then, we had a deal backstage with Rhea and Charlotte, and Nikki Cross is now just back, and she says, I think I could beat both of you. And Charlotte says, I got a match with Asuka tonight. Excuse me, you have a match with Asuka? Yes, they're doing Charlotte Asuka again, even though Asuka pinned Charlotte clean in the middle of the ring last week. They're just doing the match again. Charlotte says, I got a match tonight. Rhea says, Charlotte, you're so unlikable. Charlotte says, well, why don't you face her at a two-minute challenge? Rhea says, all right, I'll do it. So they decide that Rhea Ripley, who, by the way, is supposed to be a babyface, Rhea Ripley comes out. They say it's a two-minute challenge. If Nikki can last two minutes, she wins. Okay? Those are the rules. They put a giant two-minute clock on the on the Titantron. Rhea's character then apparently is so dumb that she thinks that she has to survive two minutes because she's stalling, she's she's mocking Nikki Cross, and then finally she starts booting her in the corner and the time limit expires. And Rhea has to be flabbergasted. What? I lost? So, like, everybody in the universe except the babyface champion knew what the rules were, and so now she's all angry and and uh, Nikki Cross has won the title. And long story short, it's every WWE lead to a pay-per-view you've ever seen. We have a champion, and we have a challenger. We need to book a storyline for a match. Our 40 redundant writers and Vince McMahon come up with this idea. Well, let's beat Charlotte clean in the middle last week. Let's have Rhea lose a two-minute challenge to somebody who's never on TV this week. And then they'll wrestle each other. As a fan, why would I care? I don't want to see the two people in the championship match just go on TV and lose every week. Why do we book like this? But that's what they did. Charlotte then faced Asuka, and they went 22 minutes, and uh, lo and behold, they are two very, very good wrestlers. And at least in this case, we had a clean finish. Charlotte beat her clean, okay? So last week, Asuka beat Charlotte. This week, Charlotte beat Asuka. They are one and one. You know what one and one equals? It equals, well, Charlotte gets the match of the pay-per-view and Asuka's out of luck. Why? I don't have any idea. But they had a very good match, so I'll give them that. Throughout the show, they had uh, wrestlers plug in the return to uh, live events. We had MVP and Lashley talking to Adam Pierce, And Adam Pierce is signed because we had a run-in this week. They're just going to be doing Drew McIntyre and Kofi Kingston again next week. I know you're stunned. A redundant match on Raw. So they're going to do that match again. And this time, Adam Pierce says, if uh, MVP or Lashley even appear at ringside next week, they will be suspended for 90 days without pay. So basically, somebody else needs to run in next week, is what we've been told. Which, of course, begs the question, why does Adam Pierce say that to everybody? If you interfere in any match, anyone on the roster, you'll be suspended for 90 days. That solved a lot of problems, but then they can't book because they don't know how to book without people running in all the time. Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, they give these dudes no credibility. But then they decide, well, we're going to have Cedric Alexander come out and talk for like five straight minutes, 
And then we're going to have him wrestle for 12 straight minutes. And it's not even all that exciting. An insufferably long segment, and Cedric Alexander wins. And so they are, in fact, 50-50-ing Cedric and Shelton Benjamin in long segments on Raw. We had a excellent match. Xavier Woods and Riddle. These guys are awesome. Both amateur wrestlers did a ton of amateur wrestling, shoot-style stuff. We had a bunch of great spots, including Riddle doing the Kota Ibushi deadlift German suplex from the apron off the middle rope into the ring. He dropped this poor guy right on his head. I could have done without that. But, man, they had a great match, and all of a sudden, Riddle hits, of all things, the RKO, and he gets the pin. This match was great. Normally, you hear, oh, it's going to be Riddle and, and Xavier Woods. Like, it'd be better anywhere else. They wrestled a match like they were anywhere else. This was a total non-WWE-style match, and it was great. So check that one out. AJ Styles faced Jackson Riker, and Jackson Riker pinned AJ Styles after interference from Elias. Almost came out, chased the heels away. What's going on here? Sheamus faced Umberto Carrillo for the 55th time, and he beat him for the 55th time. Pulled the tights, pinned him, goes to beat him up afterwards, and Ricochet comes out, and Ricochet Umberto Carrillo double-team Umberto Carrillo, or uh, uh, Sheamus. That was actually a lot of fun, the post-match. But I think they think they're giving Carrillo the rub here, but they're not. He's just a uh, he's just a guy, and uh, this is what they do. So ain't ever going to get over doing this. And then finally, in the main event of Monday Night Raw, the main event of the show, it is Natty and Tamina versus Nia and Shayna. Shayna has told Reginald, do not come down to ringside. So Reginald responds by coming down to ringside. And he's out there, and at some point he is heading up the ramp and like this big thing of fire erupts and he's burned again and Shane is distracted and she gets rolled up in everyone's new favorite finish in WWE. Speaking of redundancy, another small package. We had like nine small packages in uh, May alone. So she gets pinned and uh, the champions retain their titles. And then Baszler goes to Reginald. She goes to make sure that he's okay. And then she tells him, next week, it is you and me in a singles match. So they're going to be doing an intergender match. And she goes, when I'm done with you, you'll wish you've been burned. That's how the show went off the air. Shayna Baszler challenging Reginald. Now, what they didn't mention, which should be obvious to everybody, is for whatever reason, the female fiend Alexa Bliss is focusing her voodoo on Shayna Baszler of all people to be feuding with Alexa Bliss and a doll they have chosen Shayna Baszler that's the Raw Report everybody back with your calls and more Wrestling Observer Live
money with our progressive home and auto bundle and use the cash to take a family vacation. To Hawaii. Who's up for a luau? Yay! This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big money with Progressive, but not enough to go to Hawaii. They'll probably use it for things like the mortgage and groceries, or even a travel magazine, so at least they can see pictures of Hawaii. Aloha! (laughs) Yes, say hello to those beautiful Hawaiian beaches in that magazine. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. You have the opportunity today to be the co-host on this program. Phone line's already going nuts here, 844-913-2727. 844-913-2727. A couple of emails, text messages, and we'll go to the phones. This person here says, Seamus going over Umberto again angered me. Just until WrestleMania is to really like Seamus. I was so happy when he beat that geek riddle. But now Seamus has developed such a go-away heat with me as weekly open challenges. 
him running rush shot over the already thin raw midcard. Yeah, what's the point of all of this? My question. Just beat up a bunch of blokes? Like, where's this going? Who's going to be his challenger? Umberto at the pay-per-view? Shady Baszler versus Reginald. It will be Reginald's third intergender match after Sasha and Tamina. This guy is on a roll. Even James Ellsworth only did a couple of intergender matches. The absolute temerity, this person says, of these people to waste our time for 40 minutes and then promise Kofi versus Drew again for next week. Who could possibly care for that match now? It is the classic Vince McMahon crying wolf. Yeah, you know what it is? Redundancy. Please watch last night's final segment of AEW Elevation before Wednesday. Rocky Romero is why wrestling will live forever. Well, Rocky's going to be on the show Thursday. So he will talk about why wrestling will live forever. Why is Reginald featured so much in WWE? I really dislike whatever his character is, this person says. I don't mind Reginald. In fact, I kind of like the guy because he's different. But, like, what's the point? Remember when he was with Carmella, and then that broke up, and then Carmella vanished? And then he was with Nye and Shayna, and this lasted like a month, and now that's breaking up? It's like, what's the point of all of this? We have no coherent storyline with this Reginald. I don't know why he's, I mean, yeah, I understand why, like, oh, well, Carmella got mad, blah, 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 but, but why? What's going on here? It's just a bunch of things that happen all the time. I need more than that in my alleged storytelling. This person here says, Alexa wasn't at the show last night, most likely due to the fact that her pet pig, Larry, got ill and passed away last night. I am very sad for Alexa and uh, and Larry. I mean, it's a terrible story. feel bad for her. But she was at the show last night. That's not why they didn't use her. Unless she was at the show and just didn't feel like she could go on screen. But she was there last night. They just didn't do anything with her. Survival of the fittest matches for Ring of Honor. We've got Ray Horace and Flamita. Eli Isom versus Dak Draper. Bandito versus Bateman. Brian Johnson versus Sledge. Chris Dickinson versus O'Shea Edwards. And Dan Housen versus Rhett Titus. Winners face off in a four-way with eliminations. And the winner gets a shot at the Ring of Honor championship so that's the update on ring of honor news and one last thing if you don't watch your main event ricochet and ali did a two out of three falls match on main event before raw went live the match was amazing god forbid we put something like that on raw let's go to the phones phone lines are full here but you can call when people are off the line Springfield, you're on the air. What's going on? Hello. Uh, thanks for uh, taking my call. Uh, I just want to get your thoughts on uh, who you think is going to be the uh, winner of the Money in the Bank contract this year, considering the fact that it's been two weeks and they haven't even talked about it other than the pay-per-view itself. Um, I think it would be cool if an NXT star won it and then cashed it in for the NXT title. Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, here's the problem, buddy. I don't think they know, and I've mentioned this many times, and other people who have actually talked about this that are no longer with WWE, but when the day comes, they decide who's going to get the briefcase, but that means nothing. Like, they have no plan. They have no idea of what to do with it. It's just like they do it. And so, I mean, especially if you look at this past year's Money in the Bank, it's like they gave it to Otis, 
Then they didn't want Otis to have it. Then he lost it in a court case to The Miz, who then lost it in a match, and then they gave it back to The Miz, and then Miz ultimately ended up winning it for three weeks and then did a bunch of jobs and got eaten by zombies. So, I mean, I would like to care. I would like to come up with a good idea. But I watch WWE, and I can't because they don't take it seriously. So if they don't take it seriously, it's it's pointless for me to take it seriously. I hate to give an answer like that to your question. I mean, I can think of a million cool things they could do with Money in the Bank. But thinking of cool things they could do and then watching what they do are two totally different things. Let's go to Portsmouth. You're on the air. What's going on? What's up, Brandon from Portsmouth? Um, so, you know, I'm looking at, uh, the, um, the new day right now, all three of those guys, I mean, kudos for getting that gimmick over for one thing, but as individuals, they like, I mean, if the WWE were to decide they were going to do something with those guys, even as a tag team, but let them have individual runs. I mean, like just watching that match last night with um, Xavier Woods was just so amazing. And I, I tell you, those guys are all so, so talented and, and for what it's worth too, Kofi not only be Lashley last week, he also be Randy Orton. But that wasn't enough for a title shot. So, what can you do? Yeah, I want to thank you very much for the call. I like I like uh, all three of the guys, and they are very good singles wrestlers as well. And I'm more than happy to let them keep uh, Kofi and Xavier together. Let them do tag matches. I mean, the act in some ways has run its course. I mean, I don't know how many times we need to see the New Day as tag team champions, but if they're going to be doing uh, tag team matches and the way to build up the feuds is to have singles matches with the guys against whoever else is on the other tag team and you're going to give them 12 minutes and let them do what Xavier did with Riddle last night I'm all for that that match was great that match was by far the best match on a show that had two other good matches same thing I said at the beginning of the show there are so many talented people in WWE, and it is, quite frankly, depressing to watch the show because they're so talented, and they're rewarded with, for the most part, horrible finishes and terrible booking. I mean, Charlotte and Asuka, they got a clean finish, but the booking of the feud makes no sense. Why did Asuka and Charlotte split wins? They both have one clean win over the other, but for no reason whatsoever, Charlotte's the one that gets the match at Hell in a Cell. Could you not at least just do a third match and the winner of the tiebreaker gets a shot? Nope. It's one and one, and then Charlotte goes to the pay-per-view. Kofi Kingston pins Riddle, or uh, uh, Randy Orton. Kofi Kingston pins Bobby Lashley, but he cannot go straight to the pay-per-view. Instead, he's got to wrestle Drew, who's lost multiple times, and the winner of that is going to go to the pay-per-view. So, why am I losing my breath? Let's go to, oh boy, look who's on the line right now. Honolulu, you're on the air. What's going on? All right. Shout out to the Twitch homies. It's David from Honolulu. Uh, I wrote my question down, and I had two topics, but I forgot the first one, so I got to do this garbage one. Uh, uh, what is it called? You wrote, you wrote fans... it down, but you forgot it. Oh, no, no, no. I no, no, I, I got it down. Okay, it's about Roman Reigns, Kenny Omega, and his fans. Why did why did some Roman Reigns fans they trash Kenny Omega for the dumb things that he's done in the past, like dress up like a drag queen or whatever the words are called, but they won't acknowledge dumb things that Roman Reigns has done, like dog food segments or whatever the hell with Baron Corbin. It seems very hypocritical. So uh, I'd like to get your thoughts on. And I also wrote down I'd like to get the big homie Michael Semper Vivi's thought on this situation. Uh, thank you. 
Well, the big homie Mike Sempervivi is in here, but is your question honestly why are wrestling fans hypocritical? The answer is they are. I don't know why. If you're an AEW fan and you don't like WWE, and actually it's usually worse the other way around. I don't think there's too many AEW fans that think that like Roman Reigns sucks or anything like that. I mean, they, they may not like to watch Raw and SmackDown, but I've never heard. I mean, I'm sure they're out there, but it's usually the other way around, where if you're a WWE fan, you refuse to watch anything that has to do with AEW, and you bury. And you know what part of it is, everybody? It's not even so much being hypocritical, although it is being hypocritical, but there are a lot of fans that grew up with WWE, okay? If you're a fan that uh, grew up with New Japan, which, quite frankly, would probably be a fan in Japan, or you're a fan that grew up with uh, WCW or whatever, you, because of what you grew up with, would be more open to seeing wrestlers from other companies. Because during the Monday Night Wars, remember they brought in guys from Mexico and they brought in guys from New Japan and they pushed them as New Japan wrestlers the whole nine yards. And they acknowledged that there were other promotions around the world. They brought in Ultimo Dragon when he held the J crown. And you saw all these other belts. And there were there was a clear acknowledgement that there were other promotions around the world. If you grew up a WWE fan, WWF fan, you were taught that there is no promotion other than WWE. You may have known that there were... But WWE taught you that those were not to be acknowledged. They were not to be talked about. Ric Flair comes over from the NWA and you don't even, you pretend like he's a fake world champion and he's playing a role. That's what WWE fans were taught. It was hammered into their heads for decades. And so now they're adult fans and they still believe to this day that it's WWE or nothing. Any other promotion doesn't count. It's not the major leagues. The wrestlers are minor league compared to the people in WWE. If the people were very really good, they'd be in WWE. That's what WWE fans have been conditioned to think for years. And some of them that are very hardcore, they believe that to this day. It's ridiculous, but that's what they believe. And so they'll find every excuse, much like WWE did back in the day, to downplay people from other companies, tell you why they're not actually good, tell you why what everything that they do is wrong, etc., etc. That's just the way they've been brought up. That's what WWE has taught them over years of fandom. So in some ways, I mean, it's just it's less being a hypocrite and more an inability to open your mind beyond what you have been taught from a young age. Let's go to... Harrisburg, you're on the air. What's going on? What's good? Shout out to Twitch homies. Uh, my question for you is, how would you go about getting Alexa Bliss back to her old ways of, like, when she was a top heel, winning all, like, the women's titles, cutting top promos? Because I remember I took one of my friends, like, a event, like, a couple years ago. He fell in love with, like, just the heel work that she did in the ring, just, like, her personality. So how would you get her back to that? Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, it's easy if you uh, if you look at the storyline they've done, which, God forbid, I look at the storyline they've done, but the storyline seems to be that she was corrupted by the Fiend. Now, uh, early in the story, she was under the Fiend's spell, right? 
Correct me if I'm wrong, everybody. So the easy thing to do if she's under the Fiend's spell is you do the story where somehow she breaks free of the Fiend's spell and she goes back to being Alexa Bliss. Okay. Now, the problem, if if there was not a redundancy of 40 writers and I was the only person in charge, I don't know what to do. Because you already booked a storyline where she is split off from the Fiend. So now in storyline, she is no longer under the Fiend's spell. So I don't know what you do. Listen, I'm not good at this magic stuff. I'm sure you can find somebody that's written some fantasy movie or some zombie movie that can figure out a way out of this. Maybe, you know, sunshine's on or something. I don't even know. But, I mean, if it, if, if, if it were my company, like she's going back to Alexa Bliss as soon as humanly possible because this female fiend thing sucks. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. 
Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, presumably returning tomorrow. When we will be joined by John Moxley. John Moxley tomorrow, Rocky Romero Thursday, Denise Salcedo on Friday. And uh, it is Monday. And actually, it's Tuesday. I don't even know what any of this means. But the point is, normally we'll have raw ratings, and we will have them at some point today. But for those of you asking, I don't know what's going on with Showbuzz. It's down. It may never be back. And the thing with Showbuzz was they were able, I don't even know how, to get uh, the numbers for everything and everybody, and they would put those charts together with all of the ratings so we could find out number one, number two, number three, number 18, whatever, blah, 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 blah. When you subscribe to Nielsen, I don't know all the details, but from talking to people like in WWE and AEW, when, when WWE subscribes or AEW, like I think they only get the information for their own show. Or maybe it's only for that day, because like if I if I needed numbers from somebody in AEW, I could get the numbers that they have for AEW, but they couldn't necessarily get the numbers for Raw on Monday. So the power of Showbuzz was the ability of, for them somehow to get numbers for everybody and put together the charts. So we will still be able to get the numbers for the individual shows and some details, but as far as like the rankings and charts, if Showbuzz goes down, that's it. Or we wait for somebody else to rise from the ashes, which I would presume would happen. But uh, anyway, for the for the foreseeable future, I mean, we'll get the ratings, but it's not going to be like the old days, at least for the time being. So anyway, that's it for today. I want to thank everybody for listening. We've got a lot of great stuff coming up. Warrior A&E documentary tonight. We'll also be reviewing the Dark Side of the Ring episode at some point, myself and Vinny. Uh, Craig's on tonight, Granny as well. Check that out at WrestlingObserver.com video.f4wonline.com for all of your video needs. Thanks to the Twitch homies, callers and listeners. Mike, as always, everybody in the studio. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.